This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This is the Weekly Scramble. A place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I am good. I am exhausted, and you have no idea why, but I am calling on former KSTP weather Extraordinaire. Now, oh. currently, W is it WGRZ in Buffalo, New York? Patrick Hammer. It's whatever Mike Fratelloni wants to call it. Oh, we'll go with it's, that. It, we're going to call it Hammer Time. <laughs> How you doing, Patrick? Oh my gosh, Mike! So good to talk to you. I'm great. It's yeah, it's WGRZ, uh, and uh, but still, I don't know. Sometimes I still feel like I'm somewhere in St. Paul hanging out with Mike somewhere. Oh, uh, we had some incredible times. Such incredible times that the next day we called each other and I said, how are you? And he said, I'm good. And I said, well, I don't know where my car is. And he's like, I don't know where my car is. <laughs> so why don't we go for a walk? Yeah, let's go. go. Let's go down to Grand Avenue and we'll find our cars. So the reason um, I am having Patrick on today, Michael, you've known me very well for mm-hmm. the last decade plus. And so I call, or excuse me, I text my guy. Patrick Hammer, was it Thursday or Friday? I don't remember. And I just said, hey, I've got a 12-year-old kid mm-hmm. who is obsessed with the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. How bad is this snow going to be? And Patrick said, well, during the game, it might be bad, but getting here, it shouldn't be a problem. So uh-huh. what did I do? No, you did not. My kid has Monday off of school. I don't have to work because of the holiday. The Bills played a noon game on Sunday. I said, buddy, guess what? I got us a pair of tickets. We're driving to Buffalo. We're going to go to the game, and after the game, we're going to head her back to head her back to Jordan, Minnesota. And oh dear God, was that a bad idea? Really? <laughs> did Did you get caught in the snow? I mean, did well, you? so Patrick, walk us through the timeline of when the game was actually postponed and what what the the, the residents because I know people were pretty much freaking out about all aspects of the snow included. Yeah, it, it, this this became apparent last week the, that something was brewing, which is why when you and I communicated, I said, listen, you know, you're going to get here. Okay? You know, once you're here, you're going to witness something that is obviously so unique to Western New York, which is these lake effect snow blizzards, yeah. which are insane. And um, leading up to it, we were concerned about, okay, what are they going to do? Because they've played in heavy snow before. Uh, there's a classic game in 2017 against the Colts where you couldn't see across the field. Mm. This, though, was different because it had a wind component and uh, longevity where the band of snow could sit over for a long time. And 
coming up, uh, it was on Saturday when they decided to move the game. And get this. Do you know what the NFL wanted to do was move it to Atlanta? Um, But the governor came in, who's from Buffalo, Mm -hmm. and was like, listen, you can't do that to this, this city. You cannot. Let's. Let's come up with another solution. So they decided to move it to Monday, and for very good reason. So this uh, lake effect storm was pretty prolific with its snow Saturday night, Saturday, Saturday night. And then it kind of cleared out of Buffalo. So all of these uh, Steelers fans were calling Buffalo soft. <laughs> You're canceling a game for a snow, and it's not even snowing here well. The game is in Orchard Park, which is 15 miles south of Buffalo, which is basically like two different planets. Right now, Orchard Park looks like the Hoth system. And um, <laughs> Buffalo, there's probably a quarter of the amount of snow. Wow. And that's what happens here, the, the change in, in distance. So, Reavers, who, by the way, I hear makes it all the way to Erie, Pennsylvania, <laughs> which I just cannot believe he made it this far but had the fatherly gumption to say maybe safety's first and maybe we turn around. Well, I just, I still can't believe he did that. Well, so, and you know me, I I've done this trip a couple of times to watch these games and they're fun, obviously with your guidance at every point. But so here's what actually happened. So we left my house in Jordan, Minnesota at 10 a.m. on Saturday. And I thought, I'm going to get us as far east, not knowing any of the, I knew there was going to be some weather, but my goal was let's get as far east as we possibly can. That way in the morning, we don't have as far of a drive, knowing that I would probably have to deal with some of the elements. Mm-hmm. So we get through Chicago, not a problem, barely any, tra- I mean, barely any traffic, relatively speaking, in Chicago. We're in Indiana, we're almost to the Ohio border, and my wife calls me and she Uh-oh. said, Oh, uh, how are you guys doing? I said, great. Yeah, she said, it. she said, oh, you haven't heard. And oh, my son no. got, because my son was super excited. He got super quiet. He goes, what? Because I have her on in the sure. Bluetooth in the, in the Traverse. And she says, oh, honey, they, they moved the game to Monday. And my kid got super quiet. He's, he's pretty tough, uh-huh. but I could tell right. he was holding it back. And I'm sitting here thinking, ah, crap. Now what? Now what am I going to so do? So I now? said, all right, well, we'll, we'll reassess. We're going to keep going for a little bit. We're going to reassess. And she said, well, just be careful. I said, Jess, I can see grass from the highway. Mm-hmm. Like there's no snow Nothing. where we're at right now. So we got to Toledo. We crashed for the night. My buddy, who I was going to go to the game with, my buddy Ryan, I said, hey, he said, yeah, it's it's pretty bad here, but we're going to, you know, there's a Sabres game on Monday at 1 that I'm hosting in the suite. You guys are more than welcome to join. Um, you can come to the Bills game after that. You can come help shovel sure. out the yeah. stadium for 25 bucks an hour. And uh-huh. I thought, now how cool of a story would that be for a kid from mm-hmm. you know uh-huh. from, from Jordan, Minnesota to be able to tell his buddies he was shoveling out the Bills stadium. And I thought... But the problem was there was a travel ban sure. in right. the state of New York. So if, even right. if we wanted to keep going, we just we couldn't. We, couldn't. we literally couldn't do it unless we were, wanted to break protocol, which I wasn't willing to do at that sure. point. So And so, Patrick, yeah, so we got up and we started to keep heading east. And then you could kind of see the cloud formation over Lake Erie. I'm like, oh, uh, because it was clear as a bell. It was cold, mm-hmm. but it was clear as a bell through Cleveland and then through the uh, Ohio-Pennsylvania border. And I just thought, you got to be kidding me. There's no snow on the ground. Sure. And yet, right. as Patrick's saying, there was just this massive system that just sat on top of the stadium, basically. Tell me, had, had we thought about this, A, because I, I'm in the media, 
I was able to travel in that travel ban, I would have come to before Ohio to 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 Indiana and pick you up and taking you the rest of the way. Reavers I mean, is in the, the media. The, the, he has a media pass. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> well, the, the, it's local media. Okay. But I, I, I would somehow find a way to forge <laughs> signatures or whatever to get you a, a, a media credential. You know, a, you right, know, a, right. A, you, you're called essential services. And let me tell you, anybody coming from Jordan, Minnesota, <laughs> that would have been considered essential services. <laughs> and he needs to be able to get on the road and make it to Orchard Park. Patrick, t- um, t- tell me about this. Like, as yeah. a professional meteorologist, right, yeah. you've been in many markets. Is, yeah. is Buffalo... Like the pinnacle, because they get so much weather. I mean, if you're a if you're a weatherman down in Bonita Springs, you're like oh, it's yep, going to be seventy five, yeah, right? Or you know, what's it like? I mean, is that the pinnacle market for you guys to be in? Yeah, well, Minnesota isn't half bad either. Let me tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it really is because there's a kind of a saying: if it weren't for the weather or the Buffalo Bills, what would people here talk about? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is the talk of the town all the time. Sure. Uh, weather folks were, yeah, we're, uh, there's just a little bit of, there's a, there's a little, um, juge, if you will, to the whole <laughs> weather experience here and oh, the wow. way that, you know, we're kind of treated because there's so much impact here, not just locally, but I mean, radio interest, you know, region wide, you know, people just are, no country internationally mm-hmm. are fascinated mm-hmm. by the weather that gets here, especially when it involves the bills. But yes, the winter season is, inc- is, is crazy. And just to add just some truth and validity to what happened, I actually drove to the stadium at one o'clock on Sunday to show people, you know, through social media, what it would have been like oh. had the game. And it was fury. Really? I mean, I, and I'm not trying to be dramatic. Mm-hmm. People would have died. You, there's no way. Again, again, we've played in the snow before. We've played in the wind. We've played in sub-zero cold. But this, again, was different. This was a raging blizzard, and it sat right over the stadium. About 29 inches of snow fell in, in uh, uh, you know, an 18-hour period. And then, and luckily, it moved out, and the game was able to be played. But I, I was in communication with the Buffalo Bills staff, because they're trying to coordinate all of this and where players should go, how do they get to the stadium, all sorts of stuff. Their view was, we don't, and this was as of Monday morning, we have no earthly idea how we're going to get all this snow out of the stadium. Even though they had all these people digging out, mm-hmm. the whole upper bowl, I don't know if it's, there were yeah. pictures of fans trudging through thigh-high snow to get to their seats. I thought that was a joke. I saw those videos. And I thought, no, well, that's it, not true. That must have been some other event. I didn't know no, that it was actually people yeah. trying to get I to their there. seats. Yeah, I went to the game, and I was there with my kids, and, and we saw it. You, it was the upper bowls that they just didn't, they didn't have the resources to get to it. Mm. But what made this so cool <laughs> was that whenever an amazing play happened, and as you saw, there were a few of them, especially the Josh Allen run yep. for a touchdown, and you saw it on television – even though the skies were clear over Orchard Park, 89 inches of snow fell because everybody took that snow and lofted it into the air, <laughs> and and then it came back down on top of everybody, and it was hyster it was hysterical. It was just like it was the spirit of the place, you know. We're we're gonna play this game despite everything, and 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 as it turns out, it's a it's a super fun game to watch, and um, I am so bummed you and your son 
we didn't figure out a way to get you here well, because it was that kind of game. It was the kind of game your son would have thanked you forever to take the time and the trip to get him here because it was such a fun game to watch. And that's the thing, too, is I kept thinking about how mythic would this be? Mm-hmm. You know, how, how mythic is this kind of a memory? Especially he's at the absolute sweet spot of being a kid and being a sports oh, yeah. group, right? It's, he's 12 right. years old. Josh Allen and the Bills, that's his team and that's his guy. Yes. And for, yes. for us to have like all, and it was just like, I'm and I'm not kidding you guys. I'm telling you both right now, Sunday morning, okay, we got up in our hotel in Toledo. He said he wanted to go swimming. So I'm sitting in the hot tub. He's <laughs> swimming in the pool. And I'm looking going, Okay, A, how much trouble am I going to be at at home, which would have been a lot, mm-hmm. but is that worth then giving my kid this lifetime of sure. a memory? But plus two, are we going to be able to get back home was my only, like my only concern was, yeah, this is pretty, this is pretty dramatic. I don't know if I should actually go through with this. So I Trust me, I was going back and forth big time between whether or not I should keep going or whether or not I should probably turn around I think and you get made the home. right decision. Probably. Well, not, not only did you make the right decision. Uh, because we're getting hit as we speak with another lake effect storm. Oh, good. So <laughs> it would have been, you would have had to leave town, you know, early this morning. Or, I mean, I, I know you wouldn't have gone last night, uh, the, but we are under lake effects. We're going to, Orchard Park is going to get another two to two and a half feet of snow in the next uh, day and a half. So wait a minute. So, They're supposed to play at home again on Sunday. The good news is is that all of this tomfoolery is going to be over with uh, this weekend. So by the game, which has got now so much buildup. So, oh, you know, God. Bills, Kansas City. My God, Kansas City never plays here. We always go there. Mm-hmm. And finally, Mahomes is going to have a playoff game away. Hasn't had that yet. Uh, the weather's going to be fine. It's going to be cold. It'll be dry. So someone's got to tell someone's got to tell Taylor Swift she needs to grab a shovel if she's coming to the game today. Okay. Or- so, so here's the deal. So many of us just go, oh, come on, <laughs> who cares? But then I have a co-anchor, co-worker who goes, Patrick, she's the biggest star in the entire world. <laughs> you have to understand this is kind of a story. And I'm like, I know, but yep. it's, you know, but it's it's true. I mean, you got you you know. This isn't, uh, you know, Carly Simon showing up. This is Taylor Swift. You know, this this is um, right. This is kind of a big deal. So and, it's a thing, and everybody's like trying to scout where she's going to go, where she's going to sit, and you know, it's it's kind of a it's kind of funny. You should say, t- hey, anchor bar on me, Taylor. Uh, all the wings you Let's can go. handle is on Hammer Time. Yes, and if there's a lake effect snow. I've got credentials and I can get you to the airport. (laughs) So give me the, cause I know Joe is going to ask me tomorrow on GL. So what, what are the official snow totals that we got for the game last weekend? And what are you anticipating coming in the next, you know, 24 to 36 hours? The region got between two and four feet of snow. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Uh, Orchard park officially was at about 30 inches and we're going to double that almost double it again over you know, tonight Thursday. Oh my we're God! Get slammed once again, but it will clear out for the game. But what is just so funny? It's just you know you're 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 walking to the stadium and you've got these like snow piles, not piles like at a at a supermarket parking lot. I'm talking like legit snow banks mm-hmm. that were carved out by snow plows that are four or five feet high. 
And it's like, where, where do we live? Yeah, where are you putting that stuff? Do you know what we Mike Fratelloni is here. saying right now? He's sitting across me going, God, I got to get a hardware store open there oh, so I can sell some goodness. snowblowers. You're not kidding. <laughs> well, it's funny. There is a there is an Ace Hardware right near where I live. And I, I'm not kidding. Every time I walk into the place, I think of your dad. I think of you. And uh, I just... So many fond memories of Ace Hardware in St. Paul. That's oh, that, that's really good to hear. Yeah, this year, I don't know if you know what's happening here, but we have like have had five inches of snow all season. If that, yeah, well, you can been, still see grass in my yard. Yeah, and to me, that's sad. I mean, I live. I mean, some of us kind of like winter. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, storms would come and go in Minnesota, and some that you thought would be a big deal, and they they wouldn't produce, and I would literally get depressed. Uh, yeah, I know it's been a mild winter. It's certainly a warm winter, too, and no snow. Yeah, it's been great. We, we, ha- we had a December like that here, by the way. Um, everything changed, though. Um, Once the calendar Starting flipped. Uh, this weekend, yeah. yeah. It was really, it's crazy. It was very quiet in December. So this uh, kind of came uh, came up a little bit, you know, more when we were talking off the air, because Joe didn't really bring up the story on there, which is fine, because I wanted to save it for Mike. But tell us, tell the listener of our show, what is going to happen if this team gets to a Super Bowl in Las Vegas in February. The city will burn down. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my people. Uh, These are my people. They're nuts. They're just nuts. This city is going to implode because just of, you know, so all the Bill histories, the Bill's history that you know about, the fact that this team, you know, midway through the season was given a 5% chance to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um we just hit a bump in the road midseason, which was, I mean, we lost to these terrible teams. We lost to New England. We lost to the Broncos. We lost to uh, um, the Jets, uh, obviously, to start the season. We lost to, um, oh, Jacksonville in, in, in uh, England. And it's just like this team couldn't get out of its own way. Yep. And then all of a sudden, it got to a point where we the, the Bills realized, okay, the only way we're going to make the playoffs is if we went out. And and the, and, the, and, the, and the Dolphins had a three-game lead in the division mm-hmm. with five games left. And the no. Bills just went on a run, and they beat the Cowboys. They beat the Chiefs. They almost beat uh, the Eagles, but maybe that's not so impressive anymore. Um, they beat the Chargers. You know, they, 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 went, they, they were now at uh, what, six victories in a row, yep. and now we're uh, in the divisional uh, playoffs. And, and, and I got to tell you, Everybody loves the team. Everybody loves the coach and everything. But I'm telling you, the leader of men is Josh Allen. I mean, he makes all the right moves. He says all the right things. He's the most likable person. You know, there's just, there's no. He's a lot like our Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Well, but, <laughs> but I'll be honest. I, I, because of just, you know, with my friendship with Ryan and everything, like it's been so easy for me to say to my 12 year I am so glad that that's your favorite athlete because mm-hmm. he's the kind of guy you want your kid yeah. to look up to. He never, he, th- like, that's just, he's, that's the kind of athlete he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's just, yeah, he's beloved here. Um, and in his story, you know, not getting drafted by any, you know, not going to any major college. Yep. Um, he goes to Wyoming. He's, begging coaches to draft him. I mean, to, you know, to, to accept him into their college program, nobody would. I mean, he's just kind of got that, that, that Buffalo spirit, which is kind of, you know, it sounds kind of cliche, but it's, you know, it's a blue collar type underdog. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a total underdog and grew up on a farm in California and, you know, it's just, it's a great story. 
And uh, if the Bills, if they make it out again, this place is just going to, I mean, there are going to be no words to say what happens in this place. (laughs) But I know, you know, there's a lot of similarities between the Vikings, you know? Yep. Yep. Lots of missed opportunities, lots of the missing ring, you know? No doubt. Patrick, you are the absolute best. Thank you for always answering my weather-related concerns when I'm going to make that 13-and-a-half-hour drive because I'm a complete idiot. But uh, you're the absolute best, man, so thank you so much. Thank you. Mike, quick question. How are the girls? They're doing just great. How's how's everybody on your side? Uh, Good. 17, 15. You know, we're at that that age. The family's good. It's, good. It's great when they can start driving, isn't it? I don't know about that. <laughs> Francesca just got her license, and there's some sleepless nights. Oh, good, good. <laughs> nice to see you, Patrick. All right, so thanks, man. Appreciate it. Okay, bye-bye. There he goes, Patrick Hammer. And, yes, I'm not kidding. I texted him for a personalized forecast, and here's how awesome Patrick Hammer is. It, it, again, I yeah. told you, hey, I got a guest. You're not going to need to be prepped. Sure. You're going to be fine. Because you're looking at me like, God, you're such a moron. Yeah, like, who's this going to be? No, yeah. no, but you look, no, after, after you found out what I did yeah, this yeah, week yeah. and you started to give me the, God, you're a moron look, which is fine. But he did. He said, okay, here's what's going to happen. Because, uh, you know, we got that storm that came, missed us, went mm-hmm. south of us, but hit Iowa and really smoked um, southern and eastern Wisconsin to the point where we started counting. Jackknife semis going through Wisconsin oh. on our way to Chicago. So when he goes, Dad, there's another one. You know, so it was it it was fine. Yeah. Once we got past Chicago, it was just cold. Sure, you know, the, the, drive, the roads yeah. were fine yeah. and everything was great. Does advertising on Garage Logic work? Listen to what Pete Arnold from HirePro has to say. My results advertising with Garage Logic have been absolutely outstanding. Jellers understand my business and what we do and how Joe vets anyone that advertises on here. That level of validation and trust has helped me with a 6 to 1 ROI for my commercial spend. This group is amazing, and using Garage Logic for your company's advertising will generate results. If you'd like to get results for your business, visit garagelogic.com and enter keyword partner. That's garagelogic.com keyword partner. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And um, like I said, when I saw my wife calling, I thought, oh, this, you know, because we, we were texting, you know, uh, mm-hmm. earlier in the day. And I thought, oh, I wonder why, why she's yeah, calling. I to- in, yeah. And I thought, well, maybe she's just worried if we haven't got to our hotel. Because it was mm-hmm. probably like, I don't know, seven, seven o'clock at night or so. And then she called. And I'm not kidding you, dude. My Poor kid, kid just got, well, I go, you're right. But he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. And no. I said, oh. His poor sports heart was sure. crushed. And he remembers, he's old enough now to remember that. Oh, yeah. Right? It's it's not like he's eight where it's kind of, he's going to kind of forget it. I'm telling you, though, oh. 50% of me was saying, we're going. I, we're going. Bleep we it, we're it. going. In yeah. fact, that's what I said before we went. But, uh, so we got we got checked in her hotel, ordered some pizza. Mm. You know, we're watching some ridiculous movie, whatever. No, we were watching the football game, the mm. Chiefs game. And um, <clears throat> I just, I, I said, hey, I'm going to go make a quick phone call. Okay, buddy. So I went in the hallway and I called my friend. Mm. I said, I said, F it, we're coming. He goes, what? I said, no, we're, I'm, I can't do this to my kids. Yes, yeah. I, I, said, I said, there. well, the only thing is, 
I might need to just come to your house. He goes, dude, that's fine. Yeah, You've yeah, been to my yeah. house. It's more than fine. Yeah. You and William can stay here if you need to. Sure. Like, no, it's not a big deal. Yeah. And I thought, bleep it, we're going. Yeah. I'll, I'll find a way to get today, today off from work. Mm. I'll figure it out. Because here's how great of a kid I have. He said, well, but dad, I can't miss school. I have school on Tuesday. I just thought... <laughs> I know his yeah. English teacher. His English yeah. teacher is the baseball coach, sure. and I've known Mr. Arnold for a long time. I almost called Mr. Arnold and said, tell William it's okay if he misses a day, of school. a day of school. And, of course, Mr. Arnold would have said, oh, my God, you're going to the game? Yeah, Absolutely. Go. You're 12 fine. years old. Who cares? Anyway, all third grade so, or whatever. Just, oh. it was, uh, anyway, so it was, um, it was an adventure. And you know what? We still got to watch football in the hotel. Mm. We still got to go swimming. We still got still to order fun. pizza. Yeah. So we still had fun. But, yeah, it was like, oh, man. Got to put on 1,800 miles on the car. 1806. 1806. <laughs> yeah. My, one of my favorite Patrick Hammer stories is for a while when he and his wife and his kids lived in this town yep. and he worked for Hubbard, he, they only had one car. So Patrick had a scooter that he would drive up. <laughs> and Patrick had a scooter that. in the middle of winter. Yeah. And he worked, he started at like five o'clock in the morning. So at like three o'clock in the morning, in the middle of winter, he would be wearing a suit, a snowmobile suit, and he would take his scooter. I mean, there's no traffic on the road at that point in time, right? right? And he right. could go down university, right? Yep. But it was still crazy dangerous. Yep, yep. And, I, and I remember him telling me those stories, and I'm crying, laughing, licking him, listening to him uh, relive that. Oh, my drive up, you know, it was, it was, we had four inches of snow. I could barely move my scooter. I'm like, you took a scooter to work? And, you know, and he, he, you know something about Patrick, he's always impeccably dressed. Right, he yep. was always a very good dresser. So I pictured him wearing his finest garb under his snowmobile suit <laughs> with his little scooter that he was driving in. Really funny. I think his parents used to own a clothing store in in San Francisco called like the Junior Gentleman or something oh, like that. It was really one of those places. It was really neat. It's it's the spot where when a kid got his first suit, this is where he oh, went. Oh, nice. It's just like Patrick. So just like Patrick. Uh, I did la- last thing on this trip. I did just forwarded you. Uh, I just forwarded you a text message in which. My son was going to make a sign, mm. and so he wanted to be super creative, and so he wanted to make something that kind of made fun of the Steelers, so he he cut out a giant can of, of pest spray. Oh, I see that. And then also created the Steelers logo with the red X through it, yeah, yeah. so then my youngest, who was also uh, invited to come with but didn't want to spend that much time in the car, so he stayed home with mom, and he also made a sign, then it said... Uh, we drove 968 miles, 14 hours from Minnesota to watch my first Bills game. Oh, that's pretty cool. So we kept the signs, and I thought, oh, what are you going to do? But yeah, oh. so it was, um, memories were made, and, and good times were had. Good by for all. you. You know, Reavers, that, that is something, uh, as a father, that is A-plus work. Well, thank you. Because if my daughter said, hey, <laughs> would you like to go 11 miles to go see a Vikings game? I'd be like, uh, I'm sorry. It's probably not going to happen. No, it's it's 61 degrees outside, honey. That's I'm not doing it. So that is really Really, really impressive of you. Good job. Well, thank you. I, yeah. I, I I appreciate it. But yeah, it's just it's just like that thing where you feel like you feel like you missed out. You know what I feel like? This is why maybe you missed the news. Oh, uh, you know, I'll be honest. We got done. Well, and we didn't even do the show Friday because Joe was out sick. But I did. I did come in because I had to put together a best of show for Friday, and I had to put a best of show for yesterday, being the mm-hmm. holiday. And I'll be honest. Uh, Thursday when I left here, once the show was done, and, and Joe basically said, I don't think there's any chance I'm going to be able to work Friday. Sure. I knew that I could just unplug from news. Yeah. So I didn't really do anything until basically this morning. So I was you watching didn't football hear the yesterday. announcement made on the 12th, Friday the 12th. Friday the 12th, I did not hear a major announcement. Well, um, did you hear the story about your favorite movie of all times? Oh, no. 
Do you know? I missed. No. Okay. Uh, Tom Cruise announced that there's going to be a number three. Shut up. So you are now. So I have to ask you this: Where were you when you heard that news? Right now, well, you just I'm, I'm did you literally just hear that for the first time across from you in the studio? So, um, so wait a minute. Wait, this, this isn't a bit. No, they're going to make a Top Gun three, and you saw Top Gun two what twelve times? I saw it thirteen times in the theater, and then of course I've watched it. You know, whenever whenever I'm feeling like I need a little. America picked so me I, up. I was totally joking when I said 12 times. And you actually, if you saw I that think, 13 times I, in the theater. I think it was 13 times in the theater. <laughs> that is. Well, because I had to watch it the day it came out. Twice. So I watched it that day. And then I said to myself, you know, I don't think I really embraced no. how amazing this no. film was. And it was on a Thursday. It was the Thursday of Memorial Day weekend of 2022. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, I need to see this film ag- again. So I went Friday. And then I said to my wife, "Hey, why, why don't we? Fi- hey, babe, let's all go. Yeah, why don't we? Why don't we have um, either your mom or my mom come out? We can have a date night." And she goes to go see Top Gun Maverick. I said, "Yeah, for the y- third time, y- y- you and I can go together." <laughs> she said, "No, I, I, I'm not doing that." So then I took the family sure. uh, a short time thereafter for time number three, and then oh, and then we traveled over Fourth uh, uh, of July when we were in Seattle. And we saw it on 4th of July because that's what you do when you're celebrating this country's uh, birthday. Mm -hmm. So we saw it there. I I think I'd already seen it another time before that. So, yeah, probably like about about a dozen. Oh, good for you. Baker's dozen. That is really, really, really sad and impressive. (laughs) Incredibly impressive. Well, you know, no one says you don't stick with something. That's true. No one said you've been married a long time. You've seen Top Gun a bunch of times. This show, you've been on this show for 10 years. Yeah. So wait a minute. Okay. So so I need more details. Yeah. Here. January 12th, they announced that they are writing the third because they thought that the mission wasn't accomplished in number two, that there's still more left. And I think it might have something to do with <laughs> the fact that Mission Impossible, not Mission Impossible, uh, why can't it? Maverick. Think? Maverick did $1.5 billion worldwide. And they, they might have said, huh, let's do a third. Okay, yeah. this is going to sound super controversial, Uh-oh. but I'm willing to go there. Okay, all right. I don't know if I'm okay with this. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. Sure. Do you know why Top Gun Maverick was, in my opinion, perfect? Uh, the right people died at the end. They won. You waited. Okay. Years. You You waited. Uh. And in fact, remember... It was supposed to have come out in 2020, mm. but because of the pandemic and nobody was going to the theater, they pushed it back. Pushed it back, yeah. And they and and I think they made the right call by pushing it back. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, they they were going to release it in 2021, and it still was like, you know, uh, I don't know, yeah, people aren't going to the movie theater because this was going to be the restart a blockbuster. The, yeah, was, and, and a lot of people said this film. Brought back people going to the movie. Yep. And that was yep. the first movie I watched in the theater mm-hmm. since the pandemic hit. But I'm going to tell you, this just kind of seems like a cash grab. But you know who because doesn't do that? Tom Cruise doesn't. You're Mission right. Impossible's are all great. That's true. In fact, sometimes I'd say the next one's better than the last. But it's but now it's like okay, if he's going to come back and be a fighter pilot again, come on. Yeah, because he's now he's getting kind of old. Right. Like, you're what now, am I, you're and, and you yeah. know with with this it was. Okay, you were the cool dad that could be passed off as all right. He has a thing or two to teach us, but now you're creeping into because it's it's they announced it's in the works, which means it's not going to come out for five years, five more years, yeah. Which means now you're teetering on okay. 65. Now you're now you're grandpa 
trying to teach this 20-year-old how to fly a plane. I got the storyline. Here we go. I got the storyline. Here we go. Maverick, because of diversity, equity, inclusion, has to train... So as a black female? As a, as, yeah, he has to train a bunch of people to fly planes. Did you see oh. uh, one of the airlines today said that they're looking for people with developmental disabilities, severe developmental yeah. disabilities. Was it the FAA that was uh, saying they're trying to hire people sure, with severe sure developmental was. disabilities? Sure was. I was like, well, that seems like an odd statement to make yeah. at the FAA. I'm trying to think, what do you do at the FAA with not just... Developmental disabilities, but severe development, developmental disabilities. What kind of job would they have at the FAA? And I could see everybody needs a job, right? I'm, I'm or all for people, everybody having a job. But maybe the FAA isn't the spot, right? Well, they obviously have hired a president. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I, I went too far. Oh. No, my, uh, this matter was discussed earlier. It was. Uh, the, okay. the mayor of Garage Logic did bring this up because he had some he had some thoughts sure. on that. And he, was, I, he was for it, I And imagine, I would right? think that given all of the backlash that Alaskan Airlines has received because, you know, a, a, a plug fell off the airplane mm-hmm. um, and, and people were bringing, up, bringing to light their DEI uh, transcript in their hiring uh, manual and also all of the various videos that they were putting out there because look at how diverse we are yeah. when people were saying, well, maybe you should you know, channel all that energy into, oh, I don't know, safety might you know, be number what, one. I'm going to say this, and this might sound controversial. I don't care who flies my plane. I want the best. I want the best one. Yep, I'm with I don't you. care if you're Asian, black, white, green. I don't care. If you've got one arm. Are it you the best matter. pilot? Are you the best one? Come on in. Come on in. Yep. All I want it to be is meritocracy. If you're the best, you go for it. Well, and I, I think everybody flying in a plane, right, would say... And even if you're a pl- pilot and you're sitting in row seven, you think to yourself, I still want the best person up there. Yep. And and no one cares, at least no one I know, would care what that person's background is. Not at what? I just need it to whatsoever. be the best. whatsoever. And I, I saw a couple of uh, where like all black flight crew. It's like, okay, that's totally fine. But why is that a deal? I, you know, let me, let me say this. And I got to be very careful the way I say this. How would you like to be the brightest, most skilled, highest scoring African-American uh, pilot. Okay. And then now the world looks at you and says, that guy's a DEI hire maybe. Yeah. Right? And that's total bull crap They're... because that guy is the best of the stinking best. And now somebody looks at him and says, oh, I'm sure you were hired because they had to make something. There I, that's was crap. a great video. Oh, and I believe it was a physician, African-American physician, mm-hmm. and he had the DEI manual from... A school, I think I remember, but I don't want to cast judgment if I'm wrong. But it was a, a pretty big school. Sure. And he said, I went to this school. And now you're telling me that the, and this is a guy that was probably around late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, so he was the top, top guy all through high school, and, and he all said, through college. I worked my ass off. Yes. And I'm paraphrasing. Yep. He obviously didn't no. say that. He goes, I did all of this so that in 20 years, you're just going to say, oh, you know, you fit the same profile as me, so we're just going to green light you all the yeah. way through? He said, this is such crap. It is. It's anyway. disgusting. It's unfair. Yep. It's unfair. Like if I'm now distracted so much by Top Gun 3 in the works that I can't function and think straight, I, so I That would be like people saying to me, like, just because I had a dad who put me to work and gave me a big company, <laughs> that I didn't deserve it. <laughs> it would be the same thing. Well, but it, mm. it's, it is, it's insulting. It's and, insulting. And it, mm. it's... It, why would you try to be the best? I, you know, and then even if you, 
if you were the best, somebody would say something. It's so horrible to even think that that would be the case. But when every company is saying we're hiring based on diversity, it's like, why don't you just hire the best people? Yeah. That's all you got to do. And then, and then, oh, by the way, if you hire the best people, then you hire In fact, diverse people. Imagine if an air, and I'm going to say just specifically an airline mm-hmm. came out and that was their mission statement. Yeah. You know what? Here, here at blank blank airlines, we are going to hire the best, and we hope that it. Uh, if you're uh, an African American, mm-hmm. if you're Hmong, if you're Asian, mm-hmm. we don't care. But if you're the best, you're going to come work mm-hmm. for us. Or you know, imagine yeah. that. Oh my God! Yeah. But I still think at the end of the day, everyone's looking at their Expedia account or their cheapo air, whatever they use, mm-hmm. and say, "Well, this is ten bucks cheaper. I'm going to fly." I don't think people care. Although, uh, don't although you? as a as a person, as a man. I would want to work for a company like that because when I for was walking sure. through the airport with my captain's hat on and people looked at me and said, oh, they only hire studs there. They only hire studs. I think that would be cool. <laughs> yeah. Right? I think and, you're right. And man or woman, if I looked and said, oh, that girl's the best. I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but in high school, I had a good friend who uh, was this girl. And um, and he, she was a friend of some, some buddies. And we went driving once and she had to parallel park. Right? Okay, okay. And she parallel parked like she was a race car driver. <laughs> I was like, what? Is this? I, I kind of laughed at the time thinking she's the kind of the best driver I've ever seen. Well, she became a commercial pilot. And in my mind, it's like, oh, yeah, I see that she has that skill. And it, uh, she would be the best of the best, right, right? Right. And and you know now she's old enough. She's probably retired now that she uh, not quite yet, but sure. she could be retired in a little bit. And I thought, well, that would be a shame that someone would say, oh, we, they hired her because she's a woman. Nope, they hired her because she's the best. Because she's the really best good at her job. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So weird. That's why you got your job. Yeah, yeah. I checked the boxes. That's no, right. I'm just kidding. Um, well, you know what? Uh, I, I appreciate. In fact, uh, I do have to make mention uh, a very cool uh, weekly scramble listener. Um, I'm going to find her email here, uh, Kelly. Um, Kelly, what, Kelly or Kellen? And I'm so sorry. I'm trying to find it, knowing that we were going to talk part of about the this today. Pack five thousand. But she's a, not only a, 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 a Garage Logic listener. Kelly or Kellen? Oh my God! I've, now I feel bad. Hold on, I, I got to find this guy. I'm, mm. I got to make sure it's right. But um, Kelly, Kelly McIntyre, thank you so much. Um, she or he, you know, because it's Kelly. No, it's Kelly. Yeah. Um, but we were corresponding, and I see an email uh, last Thursday, last Thursday morning, mm-hmm. and it says, "Reavers, I have two extra tickets for the Chiefs versus Miami on Saturday." Uh, section 117, row 3, seat 1718, currently listed on Ticketmaster. But they are yours for $0 if you want them. I know you love a good road trip and aren't afraid of the cold and would love a chance to see Taylor Swift. Contact me at your earliest convenience. Big fan, Kelly. And oh, I thought that is But cool. I had already had made plans sure. to head east. But obviously now I would have yeah, done that in a heartbeat. Gone that direction, yeah. But it was, it was just so cool. So thank you so much, Kelly. Um, for for the email invite because I absolutely would have done that. That'd yeah. have been sweet. That'd have done been, that. That'd been super fun. Yeah. But hey, I got to tell you, man, mm-hmm. I was having this discussion with someone that will go nameless, and I said I just don't want to become the person that loses that simple sense of adventure. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like me. <laughs> like I, I've long lost it. I've I've long long lost it. I know I wasn't no, accusing but I, you of that. But I am one hundred percent. I've lost the care. But it's just you know, and that, again, for me, back before I had kids and before, oh my god, mm-hmm. it was like you know, I would always tell my then girlfriend, now wife, like we got it. Come on, let's go do this. Yeah, and yeah. she say. Oh, all right. Well, now she says you have fun. Sure, <laughs> you know yeah, what I yeah. mean. So it's like, well, okay, but but I want my kids 
to have that inherent sense of, man, oh. that'd be kind of fun. Let's go do that. Just wait till they get a little older and you can say, okay, we're going to stop and look at a college on the way. And then we're going to go, true. you know, you can do some college visits and you could follow maybe the Golden <laughs> Gophers to loss after loss after loss. Right. Well, it got to the point where uh, when we were driving home, we talked to the, talk, talked to you on the phone. We were driving home yesterday. Yes, you did. I thought and, you were in St. Paul or no, something. And here yeah. I was in, I think I was still in Illinois, but um, so we're, we're driving and I'm, you know, because he would doze off sure. for an hour here, maybe two Got hours there. Because he's, yeah. you know, we're, yeah. whatever. We're we'd be talking about sports or girls or mm-hmm. school or whatever. And he said, "Dad, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little." I'm like, "Yeah, buddy, go ahead." I'm just we're just sitting here listening to you know CCR on loop or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I remember at one point I was kind of getting beat, and I said, "All right, buddy, it's your turn to drive. Dad needs to take a nap." But he kind of did the. Okay, is dad is dad serious or is he messing with me right now? And of course, after like two seconds, he went, "Dad, yeah. did you have the talk with him?" What a perfect time! We're stuck in the car for another nine hours. We're gonna have the talk, son. No, I, but I did. I I remember one of our conversations kind of kind of delved deep, right? Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what trips yeah. like this are supposed yeah. to be about. And I kind of said to him, "Well, do you have any questions about that?" And he. I could tell he kind of wanted to ask sure. something, but then he kind of stopped and said, no, I think I'm okay. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. Well, but I think he's, you know, because you know how awkward that is with your parent in the car, and it's, well, he's 12. Oh, yeah. But I just, I wanted to say, buddy, I'm your dad. Like, there's yeah, you can nothing, say nothing you are going to ask yeah. me that I'm I'm not going to either, you know, so it's just like, but I've, I've, I've got the rule with both him and my youngest. You can ask me anything, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to embarrass you, and yeah. I'm not going to make fun of you. Like, that's just our relationship. So I do love the fact that kids think that what they're doing is the first time oh, anyone's ever done it. 100%. Right? And yeah. you're like, honey, um, your dad's a moron. I've done all of that stuff. Plus two. Plus. Right, yeah, whatever. And I'm just trying to let you know that it's not terribly smart. <laughs> right. But if you think that's so coy that you can put clear liquid in the vodka bottle, do you think that's the first time that's ever been done? Not <laughs> right. that my kids have ever done that, but I'm sure they will Right, someday. at some point they f- yeah, for sure Yeah, I'm sure will. they probably will. Anyway. Uh, well, Michael, thank you for indulging me on today's program. I really appreciate it, man. Reavers, I loved it. You're the best. Uh, please do us a favor. Rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble podcast. It helps others find the show and it really helps us out and we would truly truly appreciate it his name is mike fratelloni with fratelloni's hardware and garden stores my name is chris reavers we will talk to you again next week i promise there won't be a road trip in between the two episodes until then cheers